Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks, I am Frank, and today we have a very special episode. As we enjoy our spring break, we're going to be bringing you guys some of our greatest hits. In this specific episode, we're going to be going over some of our greatest hits opening questions. These are going to span for the entire Geek Freaks network. So you're going to hear some pushing buttons, Trek Freaks, Round 3, and we even have one of our newest shows, Disney Moms Gone Wrong. Please let us know if you've got a question in mind that you want us to ask on one of our podcasts, and we will find a place for it. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy. So our question for the week is, what Harry Potter houses is each Ninja Turtle in? Okay, so Squeaks' face right away is lighting up. Oh, I just let's got go funny. With, yeah. <laughs> let's go with Donatello first. Where do we see Donatello going? We'll start with you, Squeaks. What are you thinking? Ravenclaw. <laughs> Ravenclaw? Why is that? You you know the house is so well. Well, because uh, Ravenclaw is known for its like wittiness and uh, intelligence. So, I mean, I think that's kind of a freebie for Donatello, to be honest. I think he can uh, out outperform anyone by his intelligence and uh, um, ways to solve issues. Uh, maybe like battling somebody by, yeah, what he does. Okay. That's how I see it. Yeah, where'd you send him, John? Uh, same thing. Ravenclaw? Okay. Yep. That might be an easy one. My, Mikey's yeah. the one I'm worried about the most, but let's go ahead and move on to uh, Leonardo. Mm. What do you think, Squeaks? Where do you got Leonardo going? I think I have Leo as Gryffindor. Um, really? I think, yeah, because I see a, Gryffindor is like uh, brave and courage, and uh, Leonardo has never, he goes in, uh, I think, a situation tactfully, but yeah. I don't ever feel him like sway away from a challenge. Yeah. Right, okay, I, I could see that one, one actually. I, I first... Okay, yeah, I could see that. I was thinking Hufflepuff for him at first, but I like that. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, John, where are you going to put him? I got the same thing again. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. Gryffindor. Brave, okay. leader, noble. All Gryffindor qualities. We can we can let Universal know that they can go ahead and make the uh, movie now. <laughs> Holy we'll shit. Him, we'll the, oh, my God. TMNT. <laughs> That'd be great. The, the day that information comes out, that news breaks, like, we'd have to go to the hospital to visit Squeaks after his freaking <laughs> stroke. <laughs> I don't know if uh, that'd be happy or mad, though. That's, right that'd be a that. hard clash of uh, two uh, awesome things, but they don't fit together well. All right. <laughs> Next, we're going to be going to Raph, and I've got a pretty strong opinion where he belongs. Let's see what you guys think. Jonathan, where are you going to put Raphael? I put him in Slytherin. He's yes. creative mm. and uh, you know bold, but a little bit of a rebel. He's kind of the wild card, so he's got to go with Slytherin. Perfect. Perfect choice. What do you, what do you got over there, Squeaks? Yeah, I'm going to have to do the same because Slytherin's all about power and whatever it takes to get that power. And I think we've seen uh, Raphael uh, go to extremes to, you know, win a fighter battle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm either going to, for the album art on this, for the uh, YouTube channel, I'm either going to have the sorting hat sitting on top of the Ninja Turtle head, one of the Ninja Turtles. Or if I can't do that, I want to have Raph in a Slytherin robe. So that is my Mm. Photoshop Mm. challenge for myself (laughs) this week. Both images turned me on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right where are we putting mikey at let's go job yeah yeah so that leaves leaves him for hufflepuff i mean that's the only one left and he's you know more fun and playful and kind which isn't necessarily hufflepuff but it's more or less hufflepuff you don't have a name like hufflepuff without having some fun like that's definitely mm-hmm. cornering you a little bit now i have him as gryffindor uh because i think that like yeah he's he's a kind of a goofball right he's he's definitely my favorite turtle um, but he's, he is that brave, that stalwart character when he wants to be, especially like in the comic books, you see a lot of that, um, where it's like fun, but he'll put himself at risk for others. So that's why I was like, he's, he's kind of a little bit of a wild card, I think. 
Where you got him at, Squeaks? Yeah, I I got him at Puff as well with John because of like uh, loyalty, and he is kind of like that uh, goofball in a way. Um, but they're still like unafraid of things. Um, yeah. I mean, the courage is obviously not there like Gryffindor, but I definitely see him as a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I think what I'm seeing as bravery is better seen as loyalty. I think you're right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Now there's a there's a thing that I've seen before called the four humors, where like when you have a group of four for like entertainment, they fall into the four humors, and it's funny because if you look at it, like each one of the team and T's, like they divide up well. Obviously, the houses of Harry Potter. So do like Scooby Doo gang. Like if you look at if you break it down, like. Shaggy is, Mikey is, you know, there's always like that goofball in each group. And there's always yeah. this stalwart character. So I just find that interesting. Uh, while we're here, I already explained that my, Mikey is my favorite. Who is your favorite turtle? Let's go with uh, Squeaks on this one. Donatello. Donatello, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I love <laughs> that guy. I mean, I'm not a big fan of what uh, Michael Bay did to him. I think he made him a little too in the, in the nerd realm, uh, a little too much. But uh, uh, yeah, I love Donatello. Yeah. I, I have yet to see those Michael Bay films. They what? Just, you never watched I, them? No, I just don't have I just don't have the heart to, to Holy ruin my childhood. Shit. I mean, <laughs> I watched I watched them uh, a few times, and I I mean, I obviously own them, but I think it's still like the turtles look dope. I think I think oh, like really? I said, okay. Donat- I obviously own them. Like <laughs> 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 no duh, I'm gonna I, own everything Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I like I mean I like what Michael Bay does with characters like uh, the Transformers and the turtles look cool. And like I said, I think Donatello's a little too on the nerd side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean they could create a cool he could create a cool image. But other than that, it's like fuck, man, these are just dumb films. But I guess that's what you're going into, right? Yeah, if you're going for a Michael Bay film, you're not gonna go for or something anything anything yeah. too well i, I <laughs> the original films were so good yeah so it's really hard to mess with that like that first one i mean just right away like them ordering pizza and them shoving the pizza down the grates and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's just all so good mm-hmm. so i hate to ruin yeah. that all right john which one's your favorite turtle uh i'm gonna go Raphael. Why so i haven't watched a lot of ninja turtles i haven't seen the movies since i was probably five years old or something mm-hmm. but i have those but, too john uh, if you want to borrow them <laughs> okay, good, good. We just have to do a movie night at your house. Yeah, we'll watch them all. That's it. All right, we got, we got. At least we all picked different turtles. I like that too. That was good. I, I thought we'd all pick the same. I thought you guys were smart and good, Mikey. What three Star Trek characters would you want to bring on a heist? So it's like a bank heist. You know, what do you think? Yeah. So I mean, huge Voyager fan, obviously. Someone right, pick. Okay primarily from the Voyager crew. Uh, the doctor with his mobile emitter would be completely yes. invaluable because, I mean, he's awesome. He can do all kinds of stuff. He could take, you know, phaser fire or whatever without being hit. Uh, seven of nine. She can hack anything. She's going to be your, yep. your vault hacker for sure. She's on my uh, list too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Tuvok because he is just beyond all logic. So he is, you know, he'll he'll have it all strategically planned out for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that those are good choices. I went with Seven Around as well because yeah, she's your master hacker. When you got like hack through something, you just yeah. have her, you know, do Bork things, and that'll happen. <laughs> uh, I picked Mariner from uh, oh, Lower yeah. Decks because yeah. she just feels like such a heist master. She seems like she'd be a really good part of the crew. Uh, mm-hmm. Eventually, she shows loyalty. Sometimes it's not apparent right away. Uh, my other one is uh, Kirk because I would love to see Kirk and Mariner on the same team. <laughs> she often she refers to herself as you know uh, the next generation of Kirk all the time, and um, 
Kirk, could you imagine like you get into a fight, you're fighting the cops or whatever, and then Kirk's over there with his like two-handed fist pummels <laughs> like he does. <laughs> I would love to see that in a in a heist situation. So he also he has that superhuman that, that is never explained, but that superhuman ability just to kind of like get out of bad situations. Um, which I know you guys are about to talk about on Trek Freaks, but he like go against a god and just like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll I'll yeah. have him hunt me while I talk my way through this. Like, right. what? Uh, so would you rather live forever as you are right now or continue to evolve, but eventually grow old and die? <sighs> I think if you asked me that question 20 years ago, the answer would be, I want to be immortal. I want to live forever, continue to gain knowledge, continue to gain wealth, and just keep going. However, as I am right now, I want to keep evolving. I know that I don't know everything I want to know. I know my life hasn't reached the, the apex of where I'm going with all of my the knowledge I've accumulated, the, the people in my life. I want to continue to grow those relationships and meet the natural end of my life. If that's not too dark to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a part of being alive, right? Is knowing that you're going to eventually die. You can't really live without the anticipation of death, I guess, or the knowing that it's limited. Right. Well, what, but, what experience is worth it if you have all the time in the world to do it? Yeah, exactly. You would just not care anymore. But I think it would take, you know, depending on your mental state and if you are really, you know, high functioning and can continue to grow and, and evolve over time with endless time, uh, I think it would be better to be immortal. You would lose people. You would see generations, you know, family dying and stuff like that. But, I mean, we fall in love with people every day and we know that they will eventually die. You're eventually going to lose your, you know, grandparents and your parents and, you know, unfortunately some people lose their spouses and children. But you, it doesn't make it so that it wasn't worth those connections. You still choose to to have those relationships. So that makes me think like, would you, if you could live forever, would you continue to get close to people knowing that you're going to outlive them? Maybe it's still worth it because that's the whole like trade-off that we do every day. But to continue to grow, like you would be able to see technology evolving. Imagine if you lived in the 50s and then now you, you know, live in the 90s and you see CDs and then all of a sudden you're, and 2020 and we got drones everywhere and stuff like that. I think it'd be fascinating to live forever, but it would probably get, you know, kind of lonely and it just depends on your mental capacity, I think. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's more like it, when you're thinking of Marvel comics from like 60 years ago, wouldn't it be mm -hmm. amazing to be that same age now and watching the MCU as it unfolds? Yeah. And then where it's going to be in another 50, 60 years from now. That, that would just be incredible to be able to watch stuff like that. Yeah. And you would think if, if you're immortal, I mean, if, if there's like literally no way to die, you can go ahead and show everybody. You can, you know, reveal that to the world. If, if you're just immortal as in you're ageless and you could easily be killed, then as soon as you tell people, somebody's eventually going to try to kill you. Um, but if you cannot die, then you could kind of lead human civilization going forward because you have the knowledge of the last 50 generations or, you know, whatever it is. So you could kind of use that and steer progression throughout, you know, the human, human evolution. That could lead to a whole nother topic of like where the limit <laughs> to the, the power would be and 
if you had that kind of power, you would crave even more power. And it's just absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. With our pick three, these are things we put up on Twitter and Instagram and all those fun places. And people pick their favorite three. And in this specific case, we're going with the three X-Men you choose to fight the other X-Men. All right. So, Kevin, let's start with you, man. What three are you picking out of this list? So my only experience with X-Men is the 90s cartoon, and I was a kid when I watched it, so I don't know very much about the characters <laughs> um, outside of Wolverine. Um, so I'm going with the the three favorites of mine that are on here. So I'm going to pick Gambit is my favorite X-Men, so Gambit's oh, me too. number one. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, Gambit number one. Nightcrawler, because in the, the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo game, Nightcrawler was the most fun to play. You, you might be picking my team right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's the third one that I think is going to throw it off. Okay. It's my third one in the movies. I remember not liking this. I remember not liking Cyclops, oh, yeah. but in the games and in the, the cartoon, he was one of my favorites. So Nightcrawler, Cyclops and Gambit. I'm that would be my three. I, I share your opinion on Cyclops so much in the movie. He was so irritating. And if you guys ever played like Capcom versus Marvel, Cyclops is awesome. You go Cyclops Wolverine. Yeah. His his laser is basically Superman's laser. Mm. I, I think that they could go toe to toe if it wasn't for, you know, the fact that Scott, whatever his name is, Scott is Lang, a human. Scott yeah, Lang, yeah he's, he's a human. Yeah. But, yeah. Gambit, by the way, very underrated. He is awesome. So um, I totally agree with you. There's a lot of action figures out there that have kind of like I'll ponder. <laughs> like, ooh, should I pull the trigger on this action figure of, of Gambit? I do have his Funko Pop, which is pretty cool, which just shows him like throwing a bunch of cards out. That's badass. Yeah. I, as a kid, my brother and I used to run around. It pissed my mom off so bad. <laughs> but we had so many decks of cards. And we'd just run around throwing playing cards yeah. at each other. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. If you guys got a free moment, check out Pete Holmes' skit. He has the X-Men skits where he like fires X-Men. The Gambit one is my favorite one, of course, where <laughs> Gambit has to justify the fact that he just throws things. And he's like, I could throw anything. Maybe a sandwich. <laughs> That's <just> fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Basically, this three, we talked about this yesterday. It kind of comes down to who you actually think will win and who you just want to see fight. And so I think that the ones that I think everybody agrees with when we look on social media and stuff like that, everybody says Rogue is just going to win. So if you have Rogue on your team, it's an easy win. Jean Grey is very powerful. This is specifically Jean Grey, not Phoenix. So you have that and Storm. So those three are like the powerhouse. But I want Wolverine, Gambit, and Nightcrawler. (laughs) Because that would be awesome. You've got just these two kind of like Cajun boys and then Nightcrawler who has his own little accent. Just uh, the dialogue would be a lot of fun. And then I've always liked the idea of like you have Nightcrawler, he'll just like warp, you know, Wolverine right over something and just like come down slashing and clawing right through. It sounds like a lot of bla- like a lot of fun, you know, but yeah, I would love to hear that. Just the dichotomy of the, the Wolverine with the two Cajun boys, as you put it, that'd be, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. And there was so little of Gambit in the movies, too. I would yeah. I would love to see this as like a li- either live action or a cartoon fight. Just these three against all the other ones. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. And they keep trying to get Channing Tatum to play Gambit, but it keeps getting canceled. And then, you know, Disney steps in. So we'll see who actually becomes a Gambit. But it needs to be made. How cool would it be to have a road trip movie with those three? <laughs> <laughs> in an El Camino it has to be an El Camino <laughs> oh man that'd be awesome that, that there's just so many possibilities for, for comedy yeah there I've got a question for you 
Oh, a question. I'm in trouble. Here on the Geek Freaks Network, we like to like to pop random questions at each other at the beginning of episodes every now and then. So I figured we'd pass that tradition along over here to pushing buttons. So the question that I've got for you, Kyle. Oh. <laughs> when you're playing a Pokemon game, what starter type do you typically go with? Or how do you pick your starter Pokemon? Um, well, uh, that's interesting because the last game I played in the series was Pokemon Gold and Silver. Right. <laughs> and I haven't really done much aside from, I think, Diamond Pearl when we were working at Target. Um, I tend to lean more towards the grass type, actually. Really? Yeah. Like, I love okay. Bulbasaur. And in Gold Silver, I didn't really think much of Cyndaquil. And everyone seemed to love Totodile. And I kind of was like, okay, I guess I'll pick Chikorita. <laughs> and I think that's the name of it. It's been so long now. Yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, you know, if I had to pick up another Pokemon game because of the starters, it'd be Sun and Moon. Because I love Rowlet, the owl. He's like the grass type flying. And I watched a little bit of the Sun and Moon anime because my wife was into it at the time. And Rowlet just looks amazing. Like, I love that Pokemon. <laughs> See, I'm glad I asked you this question because I know that your experience with Pokemon is a lot very more broad than it's even more broad than mine is, though. You would say so? I played Fire Red. I played about three hours of Diamond and then about two hours of Shield. And that was it until Pokemon Legends Arceus. I was actually hyped a little bit to play Shield Sword, but then I saw the starter Pokemon. I'm like, I don't really care for them. <laughs> They all I didn't terrible. care for I just didn't care for like moving around in that world like the game felt very weird to me. I'm happy I didn't play it. I watched my wife play the hell out of it, though, and she really liked the bunny. I think it's score bunny. Oh, yeah, I think that's the one that I started with. In yeah, that one too. yeah. But uh, for me, I like I said, Pokemon, I just fell out of it a long time ago. It's really hard for it to hold my attention nowadays. So it's funny. Most people start with the fire type, it seems. You like the grass type. I've always gone for the water type myself. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know most of the Pokemon names. Like, even in uh, Arceus that I'm playing right now, I don't know the names of the, the starter Pokemon in that. But I definitely went with the water one. And I'm super glad that I did because I evolved it into its final evolution. It's, like, called Samurott or something. Hmm. So it's a, it's got, like, a dark move that's, like, a hack and slash samurai move. It, it, just looks fucking sick <laughs> i love that thing that game is so good i'm still like enjoying the hell out of it by the way oh i'm glad yeah i haven't seen too much of it but from what i've heard it's you know not what fans were expecting but at least you're enjoying right. it that's good yeah it's it's definitely a good way to bring in a new audience to pokemon or bring back people that haven't played a, a pokemon game since about you know silver gold <laughs> somewhere in there to get back into pokemon because it's it's enjoyable, man. It really is. I'm glad. If you could be put in any fighting game, what game is that going to be? Go ahead, Tyler. You're gonna start it off. Let's go and finish it up for you. Oh, Frank, you picked a hard. Oh. You picked a hard question. I mean, literally, it's Damn. the cover of your guys' yes. podcast, but we don't have yeah. to use that. You can definitely um, change it up. Um, man. I mean, I I think the obvious answer is going to be Smash. Like it has to yeah. be. I would I would go. I would want to be put in a Smash game. Like I just think, really, any two D platformer or yeah, any any platform fighter really. But 
I mean, my character, you know, my character art is Luigi. He was the first character I ever played in the Smash game. So I think if I were to have to pick, it would probably be Smash or just a 2D platformer in general. I want to see how we're going to update that to Jigglypuff someday. How are we going to draw you as Jigglypuff? Yeah. Maybe put a little pink bow on you or something. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. I'm I'm in on it. I'll do it. Yeah. Dan, what game are you going in, man? Oh, my goodness. What an awesome question. Um, You better not steal my answer. (laughs) I don't know what your answer is, but my answer is dead or alive. I don't care which one. Oh, my God. Because dead or alive, there are so many beautiful women in dead or alive one of them is gonna like me okay yeah. that's one of and one of them in the plot in the story mode one of those characters are gonna be like oh yeah i'm like fighting so daniel will like me or something you know I, one of one of, in the story mode one of them are gonna be crazy into me because there's so many of them yeah one of them has to like me right one of them this is mad i'm doing statistics baby you, you so, sure you sure about that daniel Come on, man. We're playing the numbers game. We're rolling the dice. Yeah. Evo Vegas. Let's do it. So, oh, dead or alive, man. all day, every day. That game's um, the reason photo mode exists in games now. Exactly. <laughs> 100%. If we would honorable mention to Dead or Alive Volleyball Edition. Amen. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, so, put me in the gotcha um, game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let um, me play so, volleyball with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I want to ask that question someday to like <laughs> mass question. How many actual volleyball games did you finish in that game? <laughs> because I have a feeling not a lot. Uh, oh, yeah, that's my answer free. <laughs> oh man. All right, you gotta do a different one, Sean. You gotta do a different one. Can't be yeah. can't be dead or alive. What are you thinking? Man, I can't oh, I took mine. I thought I knew Sean's right, answer. In that but... case, I'll probably um shoot. I'll probably pick Street Fighter. I want to be one of the guys in the background. Imagine walking out of your house and all you see is just somebody beating up somebody's car. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, someone's car short, you can someone's car. <laughs> you walk to the grocery store, you see like two guys fighting for no reason. <laughs> then you go to the pool side. Oh my god, they're really just throwing hands out here. They're scrapping <laughs> for in no streets. reason. Like in the, it, 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 you're walking through through the city. Look into an alleyway. Oh my god! <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I feel like no matter where you go around the world, you're gonna see two people duking it out. I think it'd be cool. The arcades like little <laughs> video intro was just like two random dudes fighting. They had nothing to do with the game. And then it, like panned yeah. up on the skyscraper to show like the Street Fighter logo. But it's always just like, like l- who are these two? <laughs> you know? right, like, yeah. like literally, like real. He, he he literally just fights anybody that he sees just to get stronger. <laughs> He always looks pissed off. Pretty much everybody. Mm. I feel like everybody in that show just, or not that show, game, just fights just to fight. And it's great. Yeah. So I, and you got a free E-Honda's UFC show everywhere you go. Imagine running into E-Honda on the street. Like, imagine running into E-Honda. He's like, I got to try this new move where I sit on you. Like, oh, no. You wouldn't have a Moving spine there. if you did that. Or where he, or he yeah. slaps you a billion times in your chest. And you're just like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I weigh, I weigh 100 pounds. Come on, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> that's, leave how me alone Dan, Dan, that's how Daniel responds to a fight. Come on, man. Just leave me alone. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm, in, I'm in dead or alive six. Just leave me this. alone. That's his down B is like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pawn. My down B is surrenders. <laughs> yeah. It's a counter. 
I feel like that'd be a disrespectful taunt too. Like you beat you beat up on somebody when they're on the floor. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, that's that's fair. That is true. Daniel with the filthy taunt. Go both ways. <laughs> What would you name the first city on the moon and why? Jabba, let's start with you. So, of course, I'd like to go with something Star Trek, but that's not realistic for, like, our world, I think. I will stop uh, you for a second, Jonathan. We uh, named a moon Vulcan because yeah. of Star Trek. So, I think we're all bored a little good. bit. It's pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, I was thinking, like, you should name it after Neil Armstrong because he was the first man to set foot on the moon. But I still feel like, Everything revolving around Neil Armstrong is that it's the biggest slap in the face to Buzz Aldrin, who was just the guy right behind him, also on the the mission. So, uh, and I'm sure Neil Armstrong has plenty of credit already. Uh, so neither of them, but I would rather, and I'm no you know astrophysicist and like that. I don't I don't know all the history behind our missions, but um, you know find somebody else who is specifically recognized for developing the technology we needed to make it to the moon. And then name it after them specifically. I mean, I know that's that's super vague and not specific at all, but uh, I think it'd be better to recognize some of the other key players in that, not just the the people that get all the attention for you know going there, but the people that help send them. Okay, I'm gonna go with Neil deGrasse Tysonville. Um, <laughs> there you go. Right, I'll get right. you through the ville at the end. <laughs> So it's, it's a mouthful, <laughs> I will admit. Uh, it's because I think that he's he's kind of in the middle of sparking, kind of like how Bill and I, the science guy, did. He's sparking a generation of future scientists right now. And uh, I know for myself, he's gotten me more interested in the cosmos. And uh, he is awesome. And I would love to see him on the moon, like dedicating the new city after himself. So yeah, Neil deGrasse Tysonville. It's a bit, maybe we could cut it down to like Tysonville. But I want yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. NDTville. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what do you got, Squeaks? I'm going to go with um, A New Hope. This one's oh, hard. nice. That's a new thing. This one I'm thinking. It's a, it sounds like a fresh new start into a whole new chapter in the human race. So that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm going for. You don't want for. to be New New York? <laughs> <laughs> a New New Hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to have some actual hope in life into this instead of letting yeah. New York. Right. <laughs> so. I, I'm down with that. I mean, we could straight up call it Coruscant, too. I'm just saying. We could throw that mm, out there as well. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes for me to become a Jedi with the Wookiee by my side. I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> would you guys go to the moon if they had like, hey, we're starting a city. Uh, would you guys like to be part of that first mission? Fuck no, I'm scared of shit. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, I think it'd be the kind of people that don't have anything on Earth to live for. So yeah. then it's like, well... If I die, because it's it's so if if you could be that's there, right, like though, was, that's right. <laughs> well, yeah. it's just sad because my answer is like fuck yeah. Even if it's one way trip, I'm on my way, and it's like you, oh that's right, you guys are both dead. <laughs> and I'm like, can I bring a Game Boy? <laughs> like, like Star Trek, or just hop in a shuttlecraft and it takes you there in 45 minutes? Like that would be great. But yeah. the fact that it's you know a extremely deadly trip to even make it there, and then yeah. once you're there, landing is you know you're probably gonna die, and then if you do land. Okay, well, you got to survive in an atmosphere that's not made for you. So, yeah, it's yeah. and then yeah, if you ever want to come back, good luck. I I would be I'd sign up so fast. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be dead. So yeah, I think I'd be dead before the time they actually makes it so comfortable that it just feels like you're going to an airport, not on a plane, smooth sailing there to there, and then land. You're like, oh, here you are. No <laughs> effort. You just want to like yeah, like in Futurama, you just want to visit the moon. Yeah, yeah, theme park. He wants to yeah, yeah the Disneyland. Exactly. <laughs> he wants to go to to Disney on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> 
though once they once they get situated with an M-class planet, which is far past our lifetimes, but that's where I would rather go visit some other M-class planet, like uh, yeah. the Avatar movie. Yeah, Pandora. That's so yeah. far away. That's going to be, uh, that'll be a bit, but it'll happen eventually. Who would win in a bare-knuckle boxing match between Kirk and Janeway? Oh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. I think I I would answer that. I, okay, if the two of them were fighting with Kirk's mindset of, you know, the 1960s mindset of when Star Trek, the original series was made, mm-hmm. Kirk was kind of a, oh, women can't do as much as men do, true. which is not true, but he thinks that way, mm-hmm. or at least we're led to believe that he does to some extent. So I think he would let his guard down and Janeway would kick his ass. I like it. <laughs> That's kind of what underestimate I underestimate her. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't underestimate, especially someone as badass as Janeway. Yeah. So I would like to think that she is, she's a wise tacticianer. So is he, but I don't think she would allow them to get into a bare knuckle box. I'm pretty sure oh. if she knew she had to fight him, she would have planned for it and, you know, do some kind of space battle or use technology to her advantage. But for some reason, they both got beamed to a surface of a planet and they got a fight. I do think in hand-to-hand combat, Kirk would actually beat Janeway, personally. Okay. Though, you do bring up a good point. Not only does, would he possibly underestimate her as a woman, but would he have a hard time hitting a woman? And I think that kind of depends on the circumstances of the box. Are they, right. do they have, somebody has a phaser to their head and say, fight to the death? I think Kirk would surrender because he's not willing to, to kill an innocent person, like, you know, especially a woman. Uh, but if it is a feud that they have for some reason, or he thinks she's a traitor to the to Starfleet, then I think he, he'd be willing to, to fight as needed. You know, I think a, a, a fun question would be who would win in a fight between Spock and Tuvok. Ooh. Because Tuvok is full-blooded Vulcan. Spock is half-human, half-Vulcan. That is it. That, that is, would be a fun oh, question should, to talk about. Should we explore that in another episode, or you want to dive into I, that right now? Yeah, let, let's uh, let's let that hang for a little bit. We'll All talk right. about it on a different episode. All right, but thank you to uh, Geek Explore Pod for suggesting that question. If anyone else has questions, shoot them to us. We love to talk about it. You guys gotta be Disneyland fans. I know we've already been talking about it a little bit. Do you take the kids in your dream situation? Do you take the kids or are you going without them? Uh, Diane, I think you already got a good reaction to this. What's going mm-hmm. on? So listen, here's the thing. My dream trip would be to bring my four <laughs> children who don't cry and whine <laughs> and throw fits to Disneyland with me so they can already enjoy a dream. it from, from open to close like I do. That is my dream trip. Unfortunately, that is not reality. That's a Disney so, mom right there. My last couple trips have been without kids and my next couple trips are going to be without kids. But uh, my soon-to-be husband and I are planning a trip hopefully next year that we are going to tough it out and bring all these kids and and hopefully we get through it without crying. Otherwise, they are all banned. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll, I'll, I'll show you where the bars are at Disney and at uh, Disneyland at California Adventures. Me and Miguel would like go... Basically, back and forth between the two parks, just grabbing beer and bringing it to the next one. Someone was like, are we getting a park hopper? I was like, we are getting a park hopper. We absolutely yeah. are. Isn't Sammy that, the one that, that bans Wolverine. kids? 
Yeah, my brother Sammy, if you're crying, he'll literally, he'll turn around and just like band, band, band. <laughs> so then when we took our own kids this past trip, it was like that moment where like, oh my God, we have to, we have to ban our children. They- <laughs> so, you know, our kids sat outside Disney just at the gates and we said, wow, you should really find your parents. <laughs> I'll bring you a corn dog. <laughs> Heck yeah. Would you would you typically want to bring the kids or would you rather just kind of go by yourselves? Sir? Um, so I'm I'm a little torn because we are kind of doing a half C of this trip because I I'm on the other spectrum of Diana where uh my children are younger, one's mm-hmm. three months. So I mean all she's gonna do is cry and eat and sleep, like and I, you know, walk around with her food as the human dairy farm. But <laughs> my my other one is two years old and so she's still like she the way she lights up when she sees the characters because we took her a few months ago it's just oh it warms my cold stone heart like melts it but then at the same time my husband and i are basically a family trip coming up soon we are doing one day with the kids and then we brought grandma and grandma grandma and grandpa along and they are going to watch the kids the next day so that we can do a day, just my husband and I, which we used to do pre-kids and like really get to have fun. And the past four times we've been to Disneyland, I've been pregnant, so I haven't been able to ride the good rides and I haven't been able to drink. So, you know, that day, this girl going to be on all the rides drunk. <laughs> uh, Space Mountain. Ooh, that's, that's going to be a good one yeah <laughs> support this sarah that, the first day sarah's gonna have like a baby on her arm the second day she's gonna have one of those old beer hats that have like the two beers on each side in line for space so. mountain <laughs> drink on both sides that straws i hope so while, while i have my breast pump in too so it's all the beer hat and my breast pump going Oh, God. <laughs> and tell Grandma and Grandpa to wait outside the gate so I can just put my hand through, hand them the breast milk, and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> through, That's the way through to the do big it. Fences. I won't even go outside the gate. I'll just put my little hoof, my little hand through. <laughs> oh, now, Susan, for Marco, he's quite young. Would you consider bringing him, or are you trying to wait? Um, I don't know. Like, okay. Marco, he can identify, obviously, like, people and objects, right? So, like, I think he would definitely enjoy, you know, meeting certain cast members that he would recognize from movies. But he's going to hold me back when it comes to getting on these rides. So, yep. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think I, I think it would be no. You got to ride with me. If you can't get on the ride, ride you can't yeah. hang. If you, <laughs> yeah. If you can't get on the ride, I'm sorry, dude. You, next time. <laughs> So yeah. that's one of the best things with with Brody. Uh, he was like ready to go on all the hardcore rides. So and there was sometimes you just wanted to loop him. Was like, yeah, I'll do that as long as we're on a ride. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so we went on like the Grizzly in California Adventures, the the rafting one. Mm-hmm. We just and there was like no line because we were going in November. And so we would just like loop that thing like ten times, just get off and get right back on it. And mm-hmm. he was so excited, and it was like, heck yeah, this is the best. He awesome. was just the right age to just be enjoying everything and uh, not hold us back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was terrible afterwards. Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> that's, hypo- that's what it's all about. A small case of hypothermia. <laughs> yeah, this is fine. Let's be honest. Nobody's comfortable at Disneyland. That's not what's <laughs> We're all walking way too damn much, first of all. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. Hi. 
I want to ask a question. Oh, I and love this, these. I love these. This, I do too, but this might suck for Frank because I don't know what I'm going to ask you right now. So as far as editing goes, I have no idea what this is going to come out like. Okay. If you, Kyle, as a as you yourself were to be inserted into any video game, what video game or franchise do you think you would fit in best? Not modifying who you are as a person, like you don't have to be a soldier or a trader or anything like that, but you as a salesperson and as a podcaster, where do you think you would fit in? As a salesperson? Just you as a person, because you're a salesman in uh, IRL. You're a podcaster, IRL. True. Uh, where where do you think you'd fit in? Wow. Uh, that was a bit of a doozy. <laughs> yeah, off the top of my head, too. What the Goodness shit? Gracious, <laughs> I had a much easier one for you, but um, <laughs> wow. Well, a gaming <laughs> world that I would be a salesman in. Uh, you don't have to be. I mean, just what I'm getting at is you wouldn't have to, like, be a be a warrior or you wouldn't have to be like a hero in that world you just be you know a normal lay person just be yourself okay that kind of helps me a little bit okay so typically or which okay how about which one would you like to be a part of without being the hero in like just a normal citizen in let's go with that okay um in that case i think i would really enjoy being you know, my usual self in an MMORPG as, you know, like doing the day trade stuff. Like I was thinking of Final Fantasy 14 in particular. Okay. Like I love the whole aesthetic of the world and, you know, it's not too crazy with the calamity and Endwalker and all this crazy stuff about, <laughs> you know, being the chosen one. I don't have to deal with all that pressure. I just have to be a normal salesperson. So it's like, <laughs> hey, what's up? You know? This is a great day, isn't it? Let's let's get you some uh, some Phoenix Downs. Here you go. Have a great day. You know, <laughs> weather's nice, right? How about the that local sports team? Or you know, I could be like a chocobo reader. Like that sounds more fun than being a salesman. You know, being at the Golden Saucer and just taking in the sights and sounds of you know people having fun and gaming and you know, I think I would enjoy that. So my first thought for myself was going to be like in Horizon, just because it'd be so different than what I'm living in now. And I've been playing Horizon Forbidden West, but that's not a great answer. I think for me, it would be Pokemon. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's a really good one. I think everybody would want to be in Pokemon to some extent. Like, I'm not a big Pokemon fan. I never collected the cards. I rarely, rarely play the games. I didn't watch the, the cartoon, but I love animals. So aside from Pokemon, another great example is Animal Crossing. Okay. That'd be a little bit more scary, you know, (laughs) from someone such as myself being randomly inserted into a world full of animal people. So would you be like a villager that somebody finds on a different island and tries to talk them in, tries to talk you into living on their island? Or would you be the main character trying to build up the island? That's the thing. I think I'd be like a salesman that would be pitching the idea of, hey, Check out this new place, like how Tom Nook ropes people into getting into billions of bells of debt. Yeah. I'd probably be someone like him. Okay. I could see that. And I would hate my job every day. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) who doesn't? (laughs) I mean, if you work a normal nine to five, chances are you typically dislike your job. Yeah. There's a reason Tom Nook looks so depressed all the time. That's why. 
he's got a dark side. I want to hear that story. I want to hear that the the dark side of Tom Nook. I think Isabel, you know, when she and Doom Guy get together, she's just <laughs> unleashing that inner rage that she feels from not being a like a service provider for the betterment of man or animal kind. She's just trying to bear her soul so, and in, trying uh, to get that craziness of Tom Nook out of her. You know what I mean? In New Horizon, when I first met Isabel, I thought that she wanted, like in my mind, she wanted to secretly kill Tom Nook. Yeah, yeah. This is that death star. They're just like staring at each other the whole time. Yeah, like that's her existence. She sits yeah. away across from Tom Nook. And you know this very well, but in our current office, you know, where I work, there was a bit of that prior to this person leaving. <laughs> and it was like, wow, you could feel the tension in the air. Like it's palpable. And she must experience that 24 seven. Cause she's always there. Even at nighttime. Man, that's, that, that's crazy to think about. Cause I don't actually have that person that worked for me, but I did when I worked there, when I worked where you work, I definitely mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But back to the Pokemon thing. I back love my dog. If I could take my dog, <laughs> this would be another question for another topic for another time. But if I could take Leia, my, my dog, she's about to be, she's almost seven years old. Wow. Seven about, already? Yeah. About a week after this episode airs, she'll be, wow. it'll be her seventh birthday. But um, I'm trying to think of what Pokemon she would be, but I'll answer that one later on a different episode. But I think that just my connection with my dog or anybody's connection with their pet is perfect in Pokemon. Especially if you're not battling them, but if you just want to collect them and study them and like like see them in their natural habitat and try to get the the Pokedex data on all of them without having to, you know, have them kill each other all the time. So what would you be? be? Would you be a breeder or a trainer or a professor? I would be a rescue, uh, like adopt a pet type thing. Like I I would run the shelter, the, the Poke shelter that doesn't exist in the game, but it would if I was there. Like Pokey oh, Shelter, this, huh? I don't think I've seen that in the Pokemon franchise. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't huh. exist yet, but it would if I was there. Like, look at this Charmander. This Charmander's been through dozens of combat, dozens of fights. He doesn't deserve this. For just ten whatever they use as currency, for ten dollars for e- for an easy ten dollars a day, you could adopt this or <laughs> feed this Charmander for the rest of its life. Give this Charmander a happy life. And of course, Sarah wait, McLaughlin wait. would be playing in the background. No, that, that is a professor. That's what they do. They rehabilitate Pokemon and they give them out to the trainers. Yeah, but then send them right back out to start fighting again. There's no ethics in that. <laughs> well, that's the living rule of Pokemon. Pokemon live to serve their masters. There's one rule in Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Doesn't say you have to make them fight each other to that the was death. Like I guess Ash's they don't die, rule. they faint. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay okay that's fair i that was a fun topic <laughs> no, i i kind of want to talk about it a little more because it's actually kind of fascinating well what else do you have to say on the topics i i don't really have anything else to say i i think a pokey shelter actually, would be fun this ties into my main struggle Emperor. with the franchise like i want to see more innovation in pokemon and i think maybe we should just change the topic and go right into this the ethics of Pokemon t- training? Oh, I mean, just like your ideas to how Pokemon can evolve into a whole new breed 
of game. You used a lot of air quotes there. Well, I was trying to be funny. Oh, it seemed like you just didn't want to, like you didn't agree with me. Like, how you think. <laughs> well, I was trying to pushing be, my buttons now, Kyle. I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. That is it for us this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. Some great questions there. I remember them fondly. They make you think. They make you laugh. And best of all, you're hanging out with friends. We hope you guys hang out with us in the future. Come on back next week. we got a top five cooking up for you that is going to be something special. See you guys next time. 